Hello and welcome to this special episode of Best of Fives. Is it? Why is it special? Well, you always you always say special. I want to know why this one is special. Well, it's it's an honor of somebody who I think I I think you and I back in the day in the 80s and nineties everything we liked almost the exact same thing back in the day. right except for I liked sports and you didn't except that big thing yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, well, when I heard about Richard Donner passing, I thought of you immediately thinking I want to ask Dave to do a best of fives about his top, his top five, whatever. Uh, it's like you thought of me, like I murdered him. <laughs> well, see, I was thinking this too. You, you and I always talk. You say that you don't, which I, I totally understand. You don't get attached or feel like people die all the time. Yes. But for you, a lot of people are like, yeah, yeah, I didn't know him, you know, I liked his work, but you don't get as, I don't know, heartbreaking and crushed like like I do on occasion. Does that make sense? Yeah, because I don't know them personally, so I don't really care about them personally. But then why do I care? Like, why do I care that like Christian Reeves gone and <laughs> John Ritter died? You know I what think, I mean? I think you have always viewed celebrities on a different plane than I do, and there's nothing wrong with either of us viewing it the way we do. I think actually probably more people are in common with you. I think, well, you know, it's like the celebrities or the musicians that they like, they're part of their lives in, in a way. So when they die, they take it personally and very few people would do that for me. And I don't think either way is right or wrong. It's just the kind of people we are. I, I think there's one person though. I think that you were heart, heartbroken when they passed. Was that, is that, is that Harry Callis? Is that the guy's name? Harry Callis, yeah. Because I remember a, when we went to see his um, grave. That was a rough one. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I know. And I think some for you, like a, a like a handful, maybe. Wait till Betty White dies. Oh, I think you're going to go there and actually take a shit on her grave. I think <laughs> we're going to have a Betty White death day party. <laughs> I still Are think you? it's weird that you think I murdered Richard Donner. No. Is that that? No, but I thought of you because I know that me and you love his his work back in the day, and I was like, well, I want to ask, ask Dave, but then you had this brilliant idea, which I, I, I would love to do it, but now I'm afraid. Richard Donner dead, Pennsylvania man, still at large. <laughs> Jeez. But he, but he died at 91, so yes, I, I, he lived a great life, yes. I, I don't even know if it came out yet of how he, how he passed. I'm guessing at what age is what I'm guessing, I, I don't know. I was surprised he was 91. Yeah, I didn't think he was that old either because, you know, whatever. They're, they were in talks to make uh, at least Weapon 5, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, hurry up. And and he, I saw that he's a producer on Goonies 2, oh. which was in the works. Oh, so He'll still be listed as a producer. I mean, right. he's, done, he's done some work on it, at least. Well, it's yeah, weird this to, just happened. When does it happen? Yesterday morning? Last night? I think last... Well, yeah, July... What's today? It's the 6th? 6th. So I think on July 5th, I was actually out by the grill, whatever, hot dogs, burgers, <laughs> and Luke opens the door and puts his phone in my face. And he goes, right, Dad! Right over, right over the fire. <laughs> right over the fire. Luke's arm is now in flames. <laughs> he goes, Dad, Richard Donner died. And I went, What? <laughs> Turn that bird over. It's burning. It's burning. Turn it over. <laughs> move around. Move around. It's I think okay. the most surprising thing about all this is not the death of Richard Donner, but that you were cooking. 
No, I went on hay. I was by the grill. Oh, okay. Was <laughs> I was outside just talking to her near the grill. I wasn't really, you know. So the man hasn't been dead 12 hours yet, and we're recording this, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Which I'm glad, yes, because I want I wanted, you know, to be out there for everyone to hear that I'm right and, and you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you would like, you, you are paying homage to one of your favorite filmmakers, and I'm happy to be along because I also appreciate what the man has added to cinema. Right. And I, I saw, like, he directed 82 things. And yeah. from a, I would say, like the early eighties. Is there anything I know? No, like it's late seventies, I guess. Is there anything that I know him for? Yeah, well, it was a lot of. I looked at it too. It was a lot of episodes of TV shows yeah. and stuff like that. So you got to pay your dues, and that was his way of doing it. And I'm hoping none of that stuff is on your list. Of course not. Okay. No, no, no. Minor feature films that are well known. So normally on this show, we reveal the list five to one, and they're generally different because the, it's a it's usually a bigger body of work for something. Yeah. With Richard Donner, our five are going to be similar. So the twist on this show is rather than just us listing the five, we're going to name our five things, and now you and I are going to argue <laughs> over the ultimate and correct Richard Donner best of five. Now, see, I don't understand this enough because I'm telling you, our list, our list is going to match. Three out of the five are going to match. They <laughs> are, but I think what the arc, where the argument is going to come is in the order. We have to put these in the right order. And in that order, you'll be justifying why and get your opportunity to talk about why his body of work is so great. But I made I made and I uh, I made something with myself. Like I guess I'm cheating. Well, I'll, I'll tell you later. I guess if it's, you yeah if God. you <laughs> Cosby <laughs> if you how's put, how, how's he doing? <laughs> free as a bird, unreal. If you put the Lethal Weapon franchise as one thing, we already have a problem. I hear silence. <laughs> Fuck, because what? Right. Why is that a problem? I don't. I want to know why you're telling me that's a problem. I have three words for you as to why that's a problem. Lethal weapon four. Okay, but- lethal weapons one through three, excellent, and we can argue the validity of that as we go on. <laughs> lethal weapon four is a steaming pile of turd and if you include it as a saga or a franchise that lowers the value of lethal weapon as a whole because lethal weapon 4 is so awful compared to the first three you can't do that it's not fair to lethal weapons one through three to to lump in four with that well then i'm about i'm about to circle which one i like the most all right it could even be more than one but In fact, here, let me tell you my top five. You want to hear my five? I, 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 all right, all right. Okay, yeah, my okay. five is at number five, The Goonies. Okay? Okay. Number four is Lethal Weapon 3. Okay. Number three is Lethal Weapon. All right. Num- number two is Scrooged. And number one is Superman the movie. So, I... 
rather than saying it uh, like to me that like they're individual movies you know what i mean you wouldn't do that for star wars would you would you say the star wars saga because if you say that now you're lumping in 56 um (laughs) that that dude riding a horse on a on a spaceship and you know like i mean that that doesn't equate to the good ones okay well i just then i just i i revised my list dave for you okay my number five goonies okay number four Scrooged. Mm. Are we gonna fight? Mm. Number three, which I just think I haven't seen this movie in so long, but it has—I don't know why—I remember seeing it and having so much fun watching it. And, and, and if you're gonna groan about Scrooged, <laughs> number three, Maverick—not a word. <laughs> I like Maverick a lot. I mean, okay. I, I didn't really. Uh, number two, Lethal Weapon one, and uh, number one. Superman, the original movie. All right, I'm. Sup- I was. I was uh, uh, curious as to the order that you would put Superman and Lethal Weapon because honestly, yeah. if anybody knows you personally, Richard Donner is directed like your two favorite things yeah, other exactly. than Star Wars. Exactly. So where do you put Where do you put them in order? So Superman the movie better than Lethal Weapon, huh? Yes, and I think I have a stupid reason why. Okay. <laughs> It's because I think that is what I I fell in love with first is Superman, like before Lethal Weapon. Like it came first, I guess, is why I'm putting that first. And I love Superman, that movie Tuna Way. I can watch that shit. Well, I guess it's not shit. <laughs> I can watch that nonstop, no matter what day it is and what time it is, I can watch him. And I, I even until your your rule, I had Superman one and Superman two as number one. But I picked part one more than part two. All right. Let, I mean, I want to hear why you like all this stuff, but since you just brought it up, this Superman 2, the Darkest Richard Donner cut, cut yeah. I um, I would never put that on this list because I love Superman 2 the way it is, um, the, the cut that we saw all of our lives. This Richard Donner cut came out, and it was kind of cool to see. It was cool to see his vision, but that movie was uh, – Kind of a mess. I mean, like yeah. the, the splicing together of unfinished scenes and and weird takes and um, rehearsal footage. I mean, I, and that that was cool to see, but I don't really count that as a movie. Um, and I, as much as I love what Richard Donner has obviously done for Superman, I don't know, like uh, that. It wasn't like with the stupid. Zach goddamn Snyder, and I gotta see what he came up with. Well, you sit yeah. for four hours. Are you gonna see what this idiot came up with? That's garbage, too. Yeah, true. But I never needed to see what Richard Donner came up with for, for Superman 2, because I think Superman 2 is really freaking great. Yeah. And I think it's because there's there's three more evil Supermans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that's what really makes that, that thing, you know, general character step outside. Like, from that point on, like, no movie has ever done it that like i know the fucking people are are action figures <laughs> you yeah. know in the streets and all but yeah those those two films and i guess he doesn't get like who who did part two then because it's not him then i guess i forget i if i was gonna sit down and watch a superman like you, you get you're gonna watch a superman yeah. movie of all the superman movies i'm watching superman <laughs> 2 before I watch anything, and Richard Donner certainly had something to do with that, but he's not the director no. of Superman. No, he's not. To me. So I'm glad you didn't have that as like a separate no. thing. 
because that's one less argument. We're not going to have arguments on one or five because we agree. Right. And, and here's so why do you like Google? Here's Go the thing, though, is that I out of everything else that I saw on his list, I will tell you now, I haven't seen Goonies now in like in quite some time, and I keep on wanting to watch watch it with Luke. I haven't watched that in so long, but I kind of felt like I had to put it on. Because Richard Donner, like his name goes with Goonies, like you know, it's it's they side by side, and I know people love the Goonies, like love it to no end. I remember enjoying mm-hmm. it, but I don't, I don't love it like some people do. Yeah, Goonies is one of those things that has become overrated. Yeah, that, that, that's that's a good to way. Pe- to people yeah. our age, because you remember, you remember it was it was a seminal thing for people our age. And it is really great, and I've seen it. I've seen it within the last couple of years. Why is the Goonies overrated? <laughs> it's it's one of those things that is a seminal movie to people our age, and it's kind of one of those movies also that you feel like you're supposed to like. Yes, if, yes. if you're our age, and it is very likable and very good because, and I think of a lot of it has to do with him. You know better than anybody that Richard Donner had his Richard Donner players. Yeah, um, the guy that was the captain in the in in Lethal Weapon, Mary Ellen Trainer, all those kind of people, and I feel like he hired people that he knew could do a good job, including these kids and the adults in Goonies. I mean, Robert Davi and Ann Ramsey and Joey Pants. Like, what a great group of people yeah. hired them and let them do their thing, and that's what some good directors do, and that's what he kind of seemed to be his reputation. Um, those kids, I remember reading an article. Went around the, I guess, the anniversary of Goonies, maybe, yeah, I mean, or maybe it was even 2015. And they all said how much they loved him. He was like a father figure. And there were times that he even had to get a little stern with them because they weren't hitting their marks or they were goofing around or something. And he would have to kind of like, you know, put on his dad voice. Yeah. But they respected him and, and it worked. And, that's one of the things that I think makes that movie work. That movie is just an hour and 45 minutes of just joy. Yeah. Um, and combine it with the Alan Silvestri music. It's it's still a classic, so it does need to be on the list. Could I, yeah, because I, um, I know where I saw Corey Haim, you know, which he's, he's busy. <laughs> no, not him. I'm sorry. <laughs> Corey Feldman, yeah. Corey Feldman. He's, he's busy and I'll tweet a big, long thing and all. You know, no offense, Corey. But no one cares who cares what you think anymore. <laughs> no. No, he's he's the worst part of Goonies. And any movie, <laughs> honestly. But it's been a while, so that's it. And I know I know it's you know and you said like you're almost kind of forced to like to like like it and enjoy it and stuff and watch it, so you are, but if at the end of at the end of the day, it is yeah. it deserves. And that, that's that. why I put it on. I know it deserves it. I know if I watch it again, probably with with Luke, maybe I might even. Oh, this is this, this is great. I forgot how great it was. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, All right. So now this is going to be a huge what's, argument. What's the, the fight about? You have screwed. Yeah, it because forward. because I can't put it above Lethal or Superman, and. I love Maverick. <laughs> all right. The greatest Christmas movie of all time is Christmas now Vacation. That we we'll have to fight about because oh. I don't agree with that at all. I swear. Really? It made me, all right. I watched it and it's just, it has moments, parts. I think that movie's overrated. 
All right. Well, that's another thing. And, and we can do that at like Christmas, Best okay. Buy Christmas movies. But right behind it to me is Scrooged. I think Scrooged is a perfect I love movie. This movie. And it's one of Bill Murray's greatest performances. And I know that he went for Oscars later with Wes Anderson and stuff like that. This is the movie that Bill Murray makes yes. me cry. That speech at the, we did the, on the Grady's, we did Scrooged. That end speech on Scrooge by Bill Murray is his finest performance. Do you today. even know if that was just him just going or was that in the script or, or do you know anything about that or no? I don't. Yeah. I, don't. I mean, it was probably in the script, but you know how Bill Murray is. I mean, he own. probably just went with it. And because Richard Donner's Richard Donner, yeah, keep it, you know, like keep everything he said. Um, I think, I think it is, it's, I love, I love dark comedy and that is, very yeah. dark comedy, um, juxtaposing the Christmas Carol stuff with modern day um, television commercialism. Totally agree. And I um, all the little fake things like the Lee Majors, the night the reindeer <laughs> died, and the um, the old lady getting blown away <laughs> and with the shotgun, like that. All that stuff makes that. It, it it hits all the paces. It's like there's not a there's not a part that you skip in that. Um, the flashbacks, the the casting of the ghosts. I'm sure you didn't cast all these people, but are you gonna let Carol King let Carol King yeah. do her thing? She's like she's phenomenal. Everything about that movie hits every mark for me, and I think it's uh, I think it's there's not many perfect movies. That's a very close to perfect movie. I would not say that about Maverick. I like Maverick <laughs> a lot. Maverick's fun to watch, but I watch I watch Scrooge yeah. once a year. I can't tell you the last time I saw Maverick. Maverick's a fun movie. Mel Gibson's very charming and funny in it. Um, Jodie Foster, I think, is miscast. She she could be annoying at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the way the way um, you're actually talking right now is I I can I can do this because and you're right. I haven't seen fucking Maverick and. Since it was out, you know, maybe when it hit HBO for the first time, or even Prism, you know what I mean? Um, I I will I will move Maverick to to fourth and move Scrooge up one to three. All right, look at this. This is like Democrats <laughs> and Republicans coming together. Coming together. But because everything you, you everything that, that you said is 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 exactly right, and and I, I don't know about you. Um, well, I know you do. Um, Karen Allen, adorable as hell. Karen Allen is one of my so first crushes, I guess. You know, and 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 I was just having this 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 conversation. I don't know, I forget what it was. I find I find attractive on women. It's not. Yeah, I love boobs. Okay, fine. Is a freckly face? Is that <laughs> weird to say? Like little freckly nose or on the cheeks? No, it's very. I, cute. I've been noticing that lately. Now, I get the older I get, I'm like, oh, look at those hot freckles. <laughs> But um, yeah, that that movie. I remember even seeing this at the, the old AMC in, in town. I remember first time seeing it, and when he said, "You know, no, the whole left side, you guys sing," I thought that was amazing. Yeah. Like I was like really thinking, "Oh, holy shit, he's talking to me." You know what I mean? Yeah, I remember because now you yeah. watch it at home, and it it's so funny. It. But when you're in the theater and he's talking, no, no, you like, and then no, yeah. the real men like that, that. Stuff yeah. is funny. I mean, it's it's, uh, and that has a bunch of Richard Donner players in it. In fact, isn't like his whole family? Isn't the whole family of uh, um, the secretary Murtaugh's family? I, I 
I think. So. Well, isn't the secretary is like is like a famous one now? She's like. It's a uh, Alf- Alfred. Alfred? Al- yeah. Alfred Wood, yeah, she's the secretary. I and know the kid, at least though, the yeah, son I think is being, um, the, the 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 tiny Tim kid. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he's in the movies. I know. Oh, I know the old his teenage son from the Lethal Weapons is the son. But I know there's other people in there from the Richard well, Donner. You've you changed. I'm doing it. I think four is Maverick, and I'm moving Screws to three. I, everything you said is is. I, I, and you know me, it's Mel Gibson. And I'm like, I can't, I can't put Mel, you know, under this one. But everything you said makes sense. Right. But Maverick is a that great is fun movie. as hell. Yeah, that's. I'm not sitting here saying like, oh, Maverick is garbage. When when that came out, what some what year was that? Ninety, like ninety three. Yeah, ninety three or four. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We watched the oh, hell God, out of that yeah. movie. I mean, it was like 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 a lot of times saw that movie in theaters, and. uh Mel Gibson is completely charming and funny and good action. That whole beginning card game where, where he's... Um, he has the gun and he, he, it, he keeps popping out his holster and right. shit. Right. He's, he's a great card player, but they're also intimidated by him because he's quick yeah. on the draw. Yeah. And I love well, yeah. Westerns. And, 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 the, and I think it was cool how they had the um, uh, James Garner. Is that the guy? They had him back. James you know, Carter. he played him on the show, and I was now he's back. Like, like that was fun, and and I remember working in the theater and just going walking in there when, when you think he didn't get the card, and then he goes, he sighs, and then he throws around the yeah. camera, and, and and I creamed. <laughs> and what has got to be your favorite part of Maverick? Oh shit, Dave! It's been it's been forever. I I laugh when the captain gets his ass stuck in the chair. <laughs> I'm thinking my favorite part is when Danny oh, Glover yeah. robs the bank. I actually just told Luke that today. I was like, there, there's a scene where Danny Glover robs the bank and they and they play the theme and too old for the shit. And I gotta watch yep. that again now. Although, unfortunately, do you remember who one of Danny Glover's men and his um, no, thing no, is? No, no, no. Who is it? It's Corey freaking Feldman. Oh, man. He's one of the dudes that like blows up the bank with him. But yeah, they know they recognize each other. It's a little cheesy, especially when yeah. you look at it now. But at the time, that was like some really yeah, funny shit. Before Marvel came along and intertwined the universe, Richard Donner right. did it first. <laughs> Riggs and Maverick, you know, they're all <laughs> the, the same person. But uh, you changed my mind. Five right. Goonies, four Maverick, three Scrooge. Changed my mind. All right. So then that's about it. I mean, the only thing then that means is we eliminate th- Lethal yes, Weapon 3, three four are, are done. from my yes. list. But that's okay because it's at least represented. Um, what order do you put the Lethal Weapon movies in? Just them aside. I, I think exactly how they came out. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Okay. And I know, I, I, I think two is a fantastic sequel. Like it's hard to find sequels, you know, just as good as the first one. And I think two's Joe Pesci adding him. Yeah, it was, was funny as hell, but, 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 but the first one, the original, like buddy cop thing, just, just that, you know, I don't care what day it is. I can watch that movie. No matter what's happening, what part it's on. I I love that movie. And and I just, yeah, I think I do. I do one, three, two, four. You like three more than two. But just why I do. I think threes as much. I, I, I do. I was going like to say that. I thought you I don't. Think. You don't like her. Yeah. Three is funnier. Three is the funniest of that all the weapons. That I agree with. Yes. 
three is funny. And it's it, it's good comedy. Um, but that by no means does do I think that two is bad. It's excellent. It's it was a really really great trilogy. Then they and made, then they it's like Indiana Jones, right? It's like you know. it. yeah. And it was weird too. Yeah, like 87, 89, 92, 98. almost like. Like the longer they they waited to make part four, the worse it was. Like it just didn't click. And I yeah. and I will I will say this, and I don't know why I'm even saying this and all, but Riggs to me should always have that long ass hairdo. And part four, it just looks like Mel Gibson is just in this action movie. He doesn't remind me or look like like Riggs, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. It added to the craziness, and and that's another reason why Part Four was so bad. It's because he lost his edge. Like the the reason those movies were so great, especially the first one, was because that was the yeah yeah that was that was the um that yeah, was the that's plot why of the movie. The weapon. He doesn't care. He doesn't care if he lives or dies. He, he was yeah. suicidal. Yeah, and it was it was sad. And we did. I think we did Lethal Weapon on the sh- that the 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 scenes of him on the edge are perfectly yeah. acted and directed that scene of him on the couch where he's going to watch his brains Bunny. out. Yeah. Watching Bugs Bunny at Christmas. How good is that scene both in acting and directing and score? Um, Lethal Weapon 1, I think is also a perfect movie. This is a conversation that Luke and I always have and I always, there's lots of times, you know, we're like, who's bad? Who's, who's better? Bad? I mean, Superman, you know, we always have this, these dumb fights. Um, he always asks me, and I always say, I really can't answer this. What's better, Dave? Die Hard or Leave the Weapon? Die Hard. Why is Die Hard better? Die Hard is the perfect action movie, and it may be the one of the very few perfect movies ever made um, in in plotting, in story, in in acting, just in pace. Now see, um, I always, I always say this: like Die Hard is the greatest. This is this, this is what be, I know. There's two cops. I know Sergeant Al Powell is in it, yes, but he's not helping McLean. You know, I guess. I always mm-hmm. say Die Hard is the greatest single cop movie, and Lethal is the greatest buddy cop movie. That's how I. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I do it. If it makes sense. Okay. That makes sense. Because. They're, they're both great, and you know, and and I don't care what's on. I'll watch either one of them, but I can never pick which mm-hmm. one I like more. Yeah, it's. I mean, these are your favorite, most yeah, favorite things. It's it's it's, it's a no brainer. Did you ever see the um, lethal weapon uncut scenes? No, I don't think it. so. There's. There's there's one that pops out in mind where it's it's when Riggs is first introduced where he's driving get the phone call that there's a shooter at a fucking school schoolyard. Okay. And he 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 goes to the fucking playground and there's this guy up there on a fucking windowsill picking out cops and shit and I think he shot a child or something I don't know if he, if he killed him or whatnot and Riggs is like he he's there and it's all cops get down he's like well, you know well the spot team here you know. They got this. And he's walking away. And he hears kids crying and everything. And fucking just, he just walks up these steps. Doesn't hide behind anything. And just like, hey, asshole, I'm here. The guy takes like five shots at him. You know, he misses him. And Riggs just unloads his whole fucking gun in him. 
DVD. Yeah. You got to watch it. Just type type in YouTube it. Deleted Leaf Weapon scene. It's so awesome as hell. Yeah. Right. And it adds to the to the yeah. character. Yeah. Trait. He's 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 sitting there. I'm right here, asshole. Or do you like shooting children or something? The guy's like, die. You know, and he miss, he misses all five shots. <laughs> he just unloads his gun in yeah. him and just just fucking leaves. You know. I, and I'll tell you how good Lethal Weapon is, even to this day. I, um, you know, and some people that listen know that I work at a brewery. And when I'm at the brewery, we have four TVs in the tap room. I usually put sports on too. And if there are good movies on, I'll put movies on, um, with or without the closed captioning. Yeah. Just have a movie on in the room. And this was a couple weeks ago, before the Donner death. Um, I had Lethal Weapon on one of the TVs. With no close captioning, so and every dude, uh, no, no, there was nothing. Okay. There was no sound. It was just yeah. just the images. Every dude <laughs> in the bar was watching Lethal Weapon with no sound, quoting it. Oh, you remember this scene? Oh, and then there's this scene, and talking about it back and forth. Um, that's the kind of movie that has a lasting effect. I mean, it's twenty twenty one. The movie came out when in nineteen eighty seven. Yeah. And that's why I think we were um, like th- th- and, uh, thirteen, no, fourteen, fourteen years old, I guess, when this came out. And this is just some random sampling of people in a town. This isn't like, f- you know, film yeah. buffs. This is just dudes in a bar that get really excited the fact that yeah. lethal weapons on, and they can't even but, hear but it. But they know it. Yeah, they're the back of their hand. You know. And that's that's yep. what made one so good yep. for the guys. It was you know a great action film, and you know girls love to see Mel's ass back in the day. <laughs> so I think it was a good movie for you know guys and girls and all you know. Yeah. Um, all right. So that I mean, and then that just leaves Superman. And you know that's one word says it all. <laughs> <laughs> it's everything that. You know, like, I guess the whole, the tagline was, you believe a man can fly, and, you know, Christ, when we were, whatever, five, six, seven, when we first saw this, maybe, it's, we just fucking fell in love with it, you know? Everything. Yeah. Even Toothless Kidder. (laughs) (laughs) I think about that every once in a while, and maybe it was when even that Donner Cut came out, and to this day, the amount of pressure that he had on him to make that. Yeah. Great. Not only because it was Superman and it was big budget for them, but to bring an icon to life like it hadn't been brought before and to deal with someone like Marlon Brando, yeah. um, the amount of stress and pressure that he had on him was pretty phenomenal. And he delivered. And not many people deliver anymore. No. They really don't. Like in. in- Today's time, no, no way in hell. But yeah, you're right. Like, do you think whatever seventy eight? Like, what was like? Was there a superhero movie before this that was a big, big um, money thing? I don't think so. Like, Flash Gordon, no. I guess doesn't really is doesn't count. You yeah. know what I mean? But this is this was what started it all. Like, and whatever eleven years later or so was was Batman. You know. Yeah. I mean, superheroes were things for kids. They were, you know, like the 68 Spider-Man cartoon that we grew up with and Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk. Like that was like that was that was nice. And people liked it. This was this was ushering in with Jaws and Superman, the idea of the summer blockbuster popcorn kind of movie. And he 
he nailed it on every in every way that you can and you you want to see like you would like i i know i'm not trying to pick on Zack snyder but all these people saying what a visionary he is and all that kind of stuff. You want to you want to compare what Richard Donner did in 1978 to what Richard or Zack Snyder did with with this garbage yeah. that comes out. I mean, it's not it's like it's like apples and oranges. There's no comparison. And for being the time it was 78, man, and and the flying and yeah, okay, fine. It's you can see him chasing the rockets that doesn't look, you know, realistic or whatever, but the helicopter and he catches it in one in one hand and it's just it, for seventy eight, man, it's fucking great. It's just, it's still, it still holds. Certain scenes to me still hold up. Yeah, it's state of the art. It was state of the art then, and I'd rather still watch it now than whatever's going on in Justice League or Batman versus Superman. Age of what was it called? Age, Age of, of Dawn of Dawn of. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ, these movies are, these movies are, first of all, they're impossible to see. Yeah, it's always dark. I don't know who the fuck's who. I don't know who's the bad guy, who's the good guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't, I couldn't sit, I can't sit through f- 10, 15 minutes of these movies. But you want to sit down and watch something as well-crafted as Superman every day of the week, yeah. Do you get, I know you have a soft spot for uh, Nuclear Man, I guess. And <laughs> do you do you get upset that like these first two movies are like one of the the, the greatest films, and then they're made by three and four, which like ugh brings it down a little bit, or no? No, no. I think you can separate. It, like, and if you can't, you should. <laughs> I still love Lethal Weapon one, two, and three. Lethal, Lethal Weapon four is a Cleveland steamer. So you haven't watched it? Like, you don't watch the Chris Rock scenes every once in a while, or no? Why would anyone watch yeah, that? This is a side sidebar. You don't like Chris Rock? Chris Rock's uh, fine. I don't okay. care about Chris Rock. <laughs> I thought you were, you know. They just lost me with these yeah. characters. Well, how about, then. you know, whatever, part five in the works, who knows what's going to happen. What do you think about that? What's, what's your honest opinion about, would you see part five? <laughs> I would see part five if they, they would go back to the roots of, of why it was great. Make him, make him as deranged and on the edge as he yeah. was in part one. Maybe he and Rene Russo do eventually. Do they get married in the fourth? Yeah, time they get married in the kid, hospital. Right? They, you know, they want to get. Uh, she wants to get married before the kid pops out. Yes. Perfect. That kid and her die. They got to be dead. <laughs> those those two people are dead. They come back in part five. He's still on the force. He's on the edge. They're scared of him. He is. You know how like you know how everybody like there's there's like uh, those X Men movies and everyone likes X Men and Hugh yeah. Jackman's great. But then Logan came yeah. out. It was so and dark. Like, oh, this is like this is another side of that kind of thing. This a superhero movie can be gritty and arty without being. CGI and in the dark, Zack Snyder. This is true. Okay. So you could do that with Riggs, bring him back to his roots, and then you got to kill him. You know, I know. I you want to kill You want to kill Rambo. Jones. Indy. Han. I want Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. Please, please kill these characters in a triumphant and dramatic way. How great would it be if Riggs died in the line of duty? Saving. You know, like Murtaugh or, or, or 
Sure. I always thought though that par five should be that they're that they're both retired and they're they're off the force and they're uh, you know whatever. Something happens which you kill Russo and the child. Something happens to the child. Like the child gets kidnapped or dies, maybe revenge or whatever. It's it's um, Mr. Joshua's grandson. I don't know. <laughs> but then he they have to come out of retirement to to find out who did something to to his family. I would be okay with that if it was if it was gritty and he was the crazy yeah. Martin Riggs that he should be, not a domesticated tail between his yes, legs. Martin, that's Riggs. why that's yeah. He's, that's why I made made one like and I even rank him like I gave like the part one a ten and two and nine eight seven like they all drop. I know you give part four you know two maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> but um, yeah. They could they could bring it back. They could they could redeem all of that, and it wouldn't be that hard. I, I don't think. I mean, you need a good writer, and unfortunately, the man yeah. that would have done a good job as director has passed away. But in his name and in his honor, carry it on and finish it out, and and make him proud. Because these are his yeah. movies. I mean, these are his people. Mel Gibson owes so much of his life to Richard Donner. It's yeah. not funny. I mean, that's what made, put him. I mean, Road Warrior, fine, but this one put him on the map. I mean, he he became like you know a fucking blockbuster movie star. You know. Yeah, their partnership is is great. I love it when directors have a muse. You know, it's 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 Scorsese, De Niro, and um, John Hughes and Molly Ringwald. Like, I love when a director has a muse, and he was yeah, his and muse. they even made that. You said you have tweets. Conspiracy theory, isn't that him too? I have conspiracy theory down as a as a probably a six. Conspiracy theory is a solid movie. That's when he's like, you know, why he worked because he's kind of crazy <laughs> in that. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Because, but but it's a different kind yeah, of crazy. True. He's like he's like, and that movie has a that movie has a lot of heart. Because I mean, and if you haven't seen it, then this is a spoiler. You think he's crazy, and he's kind of following her, and he's got his crazy little paper, and you know he's got a lot of issues, and he's really charming even still. But it turns out that the reason he's following her is because that was like his mission, yeah, right? Dave, it's been forever, man. I gotta watch that one now. She was a little girl, and he was, like, supposed to protect her. And um, there was some kind of attack, and I think maybe her dad died or something like that. He didn't He didn't do his job, but he still is doing his right. job. You're right, right, you know right. what I mean? And, and he's being manipulated by Patrick Stewart with all kinds of mind manipulation and stuff like that. Like, he's really – it's almost like a Manchurian candidate kind of thing. They want to make him into this – what looks like he could be like some kind of assassin, like a like a because um, they even have him, they even have him um, buying copies of Catcher in the Rye. Yeah, 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 and uh, yeah, just like uh, Mark David Chapman. So they're trying to they're trying to put him out there that he's this you know he he could he could shoot somebody he could he could be crazy but he's not he's virtuous and he's he's valiant and he's protecting her still. It's been a long. Yeah, it's great I, movie. I, I gotta watch that one again. But yeah. um, I, love I think movie. you changed. We we had the same list, and and you're right. I moved Maverick and Scrooge, and I think now it's a perfect list. Now I think. All right, I I'm happy with that. I also wrote down just I mean as yeah. side things. Um, The Omen is a really good. Part I don't of think I've ever seen The uh, Omen. It's really it's really it's, it holds up as 
fucking creepy. Like it's great. It it's better than some of the like you know. There's like yeah. Rosemary's Baby and stuff. I, I I dare I dare you to not fall asleep watching Rosemary's Baby. I mean, there are some movies that do not deserve their place in cinema history to me. The Omen I think is really solid. Um, and I saw the last thing he did was I thought was a really good action movie. You had to have seen Sixteen Blocks. Is that Bruce? Bruce and Mustaf. Yeah, 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 yeah. What a great movie! What a great, what a great little movie! And I remember, it like, came and went, and I think that was the last thing he did. That was a long time ago. That was a long time that ago, was, too. Yeah, because I thought somebody posted. I think Tim made a joke about it. He said, "Timeline 2003." Timeline. Ah, that was Timeline. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Who's in that movie? Uh, I think it's Paul Walker. Oh, I miss Paul Walker. <laughs> I do too. I do too. Well, they're together. <laughs> Um, that was like some kind of weird going back in time to like like knights, King Arthur, and stuff like that. Uh, that is not that is not one of his best um, efforts. But after that was sixteen blocks. Sixteen blocks is a good gritty. So she hasn't made anything you know, since two thousand six. It's been a while. Yeah, it's. I see. He did some tales, tales from the crypt episodes, which I, I always liked that show back in the day. Yeah. That it's he made, yeah, he made he made a lot of money for Warner Brothers. Yes, he did. Did you ever see um Lady Hawk? Because I never did. Uh, a okay. long time ago. I mean, not gonna make my list. <laughs> and the toy, I think I saw once once way back when it came out, or whatever back in the day. But I didn't really yeah. get on that. Have a radio flyer, isn't that one that's like a a well liked one from a lot of people? Yeah, Radio Flyer's okay. I think Tom Hanks does a has a cameo on that. Why do you said he had tweets? Yes. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. He had um he had a few tweets and all. Uh, Mel Mel said, "Donner, my friend, my my mentor. Oh, the things I learned from him. He undercut his own talent and greatness with a huge chunk of humility, referring to himself as merely a traffic cop. He left his ego at the door and required that of others." That just that sounds that's very nice. Was that a tweet? Yeah, that uh, that's a little it? bit more. He was mag. This is a word I can't say. Mag magnanimous. Help me out. Magnanimous of heart and soul, which he liberally gave to all who knew him. If we piled up all the good deeds he did, it was stretched to some uncharted place in the in the f- firmament. I will surely yeah. miss him with his all of his mis- mischievousness, wit, and wisdom. So it sounds like they both had a, kind of the same sense of humor. You know what I mean? That that is a really beautiful thing to um, say. Danny Glover, yeah, Good which, yeah. I'm that glad was, he said something nice. I'm still thinking about what you just read. That was that was that beautiful. Is why Mel Gibson is fucking awesome. <laughs> What a wonderful thing to have said about you after you pass away. I know people, some people are not to give some because of his behavior and there's, there's no excuse for his behavior, but what a, what a wonderful thing for another person to say about you after you die. That's, that is really a really wonderful. Danny Glover said, glad he's dead. That's just mean. You know what I mean? (laughs) No. I guess he was too old for that shit. Danny said, my heart is broken. Working with Dick Donner. Oh, Side side note, I read these to to Luke. And, and I said, some of these said, you know, working with Dick. And then and Luke, honestly, just, you know, like, innocent as he could be. 
goes, why are they mean to him and calling him Dick? <laughs> I said Luke. His name's Richard. All right. Um, working with Dick Donner. Um, there you go. Oh, wow. Working with Dick Donner, Mel Gibson, and the Lethal Weapon team was one of the proudest moments of my career, Glover said. I will forever be grateful to him for the for that dick <laughs> for that dick genuinely cared about me my my life and my family we were friends and loved each other far beyond collaborating for the screen and the success that the lethal weapon franchise brought us i will so greatly miss him that that's nice too. um gary Busey hasn't said anything <laughs> i don't think they should tell him <laughs> um is he still filming Gary Busey um, Pet Court? Do you ever watch no. that? He's a thing. It's like the People's Court. It's like Judge Judy, but he's he's the judge, and people who have pet disputes bring their pets in. Is it real? He, yes, it's it's real as Judge Judy. It's called like Gary Busey Pet Court or something. It's on Amazon Prime. Look it up. Oh Spielberg <laughs> tweeted. Um, uh, being in his circle was akin to hanging out with your favorite coach, smartest professor, fiercest motivator, and most endearing friend, and of course, the greatest goonie of them all. He was all kid, all heart, all the time. I can't believe he's gone, but his husky, hearty laugh will stay with me always. I read a bunch of these things, and a lot of them mention his like big, hearty laugh. Hmm. Um... That was that was really sweet yeah. too. These I don't are great. know who's who's Edgar Wright. Does that sound familiar? He's a director. He did um, *Another Dead*. Uh, Donner's big Peg. heart Hot, and charm shown in the movies through the remarkable performances of his cast, which is no mean feat. You remember all the characters in *Superman*, *Lethal Weapon*, *The Goonies*, and more because Donner knew how to capture that magic on screen. Yeah, that's kind of what we were talking about. Like if if what Mel Gibson said and that was what Donner would say that he was just there to kind of assemble the parts and let it happen and be a traffic cop. Um, if that's the way he quantified his directing style, I'd love it because some people try to do too much. And I'm not going to mention any more names because I've mentioned it too many times. But sometimes less is more, and it sounds sounds like he that was his thing. Let talented people be talented, and I'm going to sit here and I'm going to quarterback it, but I'm going to get out of your way. And That's let you a good do your director. What, yeah. what a. Yeah. Um, Sean Aston, Richard Diner had the biggest, boomiest voice you could imagine. He commanded attention and he laughed like no man has ever laughed before. Dick was so much fun, <laughs> which could mean two things. Um, <laughs> what I perceived in him as a 12 year old kid is that he cared. I love how much he cared. Um, this one I, I thought was called cool. uh, Kevin Smith. Richard Donner made the devil a child in the omen, invented the modern day comic book movie with Superman, and reinvented the buddy cop movie with Lethal Weapon. I got to meet with him last year about a project, which is intriguing now. And now, what it was it? Uh, guy was a natural born storyteller. Thanks for all the flicks, Dick. Excellent. You know, he, you know, when he writes something, it's going to be well said. So. I got you. That's that's, yeah, yeah. That's that's um, that's a nice thing. Who's Dan Slot? I've okay. No Richard idea. Donner Superman is the DNA, the fundamental building block that all good superhero movies have been built from. 
It was the earnest leap of faith, the single bound that made us all believe a man could fly. These are great. Yeah, it's sad. I mean, it, it, I mean, I guess it's understanding. He's ninety-one. Yeah, but it still hurts because he he made this. He like I I posted something on Facebook. Like, Someone else who raised me as a child has has passed. You know what I mean? He, his movies raised me. You know, right? Well, and that's a lot to you and to a lot of people. Apparently, you know, that's a, a great legacy to leave behind. So I got one here from Sarah Douglas. I know you know who that is. Yeah. Yes. You met yeah, her, yeah, didn't I did. you? Um, she played Ursa. She, she was nice. really nice. I think we we had something in my hand. I couldn't carry somewhere, and she's like, "Just put it back here and come back for it," and, and that's what I did. And then she went through <laughs> your shit. Um, incredibly sad to have just heard the news that the wonderful Richard Diner has died. He was the best. And uh, Jack, what's the guy? Non said, mm! "No, that's a joke." <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's all I see. That was that's, I mean, I was I really wanted to see if Mel and Dana said something, and, and Mel was like one of the first ones too that said something. So. I'm glad they did, and what he said was yeah. gorgeous. So, Richard Donner, we will always watch your movie still until until we go. When we're 91, hopefully. There you go. Thank you for asking me to do this, because I know this is yeah. important to you, so I'm well, no, glad thank, to be along. Thank you for, you know, not long off, so now I can't. Sports. <laughs> <laughs> Sports. Yeah, cigars. Yeah, I can't, drinking. in that order. <laughs> but, um, so our list is what? <laughs> Superman, Lethal Weapon, Scrooge. Maverick Goonies is for me. Yep. That's our combined... Um, I don't know. I mean... Our, our, our combined minds yeah. have come up with this, so if you have a difference in opinion, we want to hear your order. Because it'll probably, honestly, be the same movies, be. but we, we want yeah. to hear your order. But... If, if you have Lethal Weapon 4 in your top 5, yeah, please, please do not submit yeah, Please delete your, your comment, and we thank you. <laughs> Please delete your Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram accounts immediately. <laughs> well, thank you, Dave, for, you know, being on here with me. It was very nice to hear your voice. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Yes, You'll be so. missed. So, all right, well, we'll see you next time. We'll talk about something else. When somebody else <laughs> dies, we'll be back at you. <laughs> well, hopefully, I'll tell you, it's going to be rough. I mean, once, once you know, whatever, once Ford... Stallone, whatever. These people are going to be going soon, Dave. That ain't good. They, uh, Harrison almost went on a set of Indiana Jones 5, you know? Well, maybe he should stop <laughs> making movies. He's an old, doddering man that can't seem to stop getting into accidents, so maybe, you know, just sit on the lanai with a nice brandy yeah, or it's, something. It's just, just know when you can't do it anymore, I guess, right? You know? Yeah. I'm okay with that. And they better kill him in this next movie. That's oh, all shit. I Stay say. tuned. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs>